All right. So now we have some new reporting from the league. Uh, Rob, can you share that with us right now? Yeah, the league just announced that the NBA and the Players Association, in light of Milwaukee's decision not to take the floor today for Game 5 against the Orlando Magic, all three games today, the Bucks, the Magic, the Rockets, and the Thunder, and the Lakers and the Trailblazers have been postponed, and they say that Game 5 of each of those series will be rescheduled. Following the shooting of Jacob Blake in Wisconsin, who was shot in the back seven times by a cop and is now paralyzed from the waist down, There have been protests in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and at last night's protest, two people were killed and one seriously injured by a 17-year-old with a rifle who was working with an armed white militia that was working with the cops. Those arrested will be charged with obstructing the roadway and disorderly conduct. It is kind of amazing, right? That These people, these protesters, dozens of them get arrested on a single night for obstructing traffic. But the three cops who entered the home of Breonna Taylor shot and killed her. No charges, okay? Mm -hmm. The investigation is ongoing. She was shot and killed on March 13th. Tennessee protesters, according to the Associated Press, will face harsh penalties if they are protesting, including losing the right to vote, as punishment for participating in protests under a law enacted by the Tennessee General Assembly. I think the moral of the uh, pod is wake the fuck up. Wake the fuck up. That's what's going on right now. Today is Thursday, August 27th. Um, I'm still trying to take all this in. I'm sure much like you, um, everything that's gone on recently As you saw from the clips to open the show here, um, we are currently dealing with a situation where in light of the Jacob Blake protests and uh, more specifically the inaction on the Jacob Blake situation, the NBA players have decided to go on strike, at least at the current moment, to bring attention to this issue and make sure that something actually gets done. And... uh, You know, I think what we're seeing from a lot of these NBA players is they feel very much the same as they did before going into the bubble, that they do not want the NBA, sports being back, basketball, however you want to put it, to be a distraction that takes away from us having the very important discussions and working out the the very important details of how we're actually going to fix things that needs to be done so desperately in the United States right now. And at least speaking from a personal perspective here, I can most definitely say for myself, the NBA has been a distraction. Uh, And it's unfortunate that it took such a situation to make me realize that and to make some of us realize uh, that this is very much taking away from what needs to happen right now and what is most important in this country, what we need to focus our time, energy, and effort on. And, uh, it, it really hit me yesterday because I was having an off day and, uh, really just thinking, you know, I woke up in the morning. Okay. I got to make a video today. What am I going to do? And the idea that I decided to run with was Donovan Mitchell is a superstar. As if that wasn't fucking obvious, the guys had two 50-point-plus games 
in this playoff series. It's his third year in the league and he's already doing that. Yeah, we get it. He's a superstar. What do we need to make a video about that for? What do I need to sit here and talk to you about basketball for? When we've got people out in the streets dying, when we've got people getting hunted by police officers because of the color of their skin, where we've got protesters using their First Amendment rights getting killed by white militia members who are working with the police. This is unacceptable. We've got over 170,000 deaths in the United States from COVID-19. Have we done anything about it? No. We've got an economic implosion, a depression that we have not seen since the Great Depression. Are we doing anything to help the American people bail them out of this terrible economic situation that they're in? No. Eviction crisis come and gone. Guess what? What did the government do? Nothing. This is where we're at. And I, I feel terrible that I let myself get distracted by that escapism, that entertainment, the sports. Yes, I love basketball. I love the NBA. I would sit here and talk about it to I am blue in the face. And that's the problem right now. The problem is that I love the NBA that much, that I love basketball that much. I love it so much that it lets me dis distract myself from the real things that need my attention, need my time, and not just mine, everybody. This isn't about me. This isn't some narcissism complex. This is about all of us stepping up and being leaders at the time where leaders are needed. We don't just need athletes to lead us. We don't just need celebrities to lead us. We don't just need politicians to lead us. We need to lead ourselves. We need to be the local leaders for the people around us. Not everybody was born a leader. Not everybody was born ready to say things that need to be said, even if people don't want to hear it. Not everyone was born to have that head-on confrontation every single day of their lives, but some people are. And we need those people now more than ever to step up and fight for what they know is right and lead the people around them in a tangible way where we can get actual action in our local communities to make a difference and make the changes that our government is not making for us. It is time for us to step up and do something about this. Because what, what we're watching every single day now, every single day, so many headlines, so many stories slip by and we don't even notice them. You saw there in the opening scene, there are now anti-protest laws going up in multiple states across this country, not just Tennessee, where we're seeing protesters being threatened with six years in jail, losing the right to vote. So you're going to restrict their free speech and revoke their right to vote. That's not a democracy. That's not the United States of America. That's not upholding the Constitution that we all live on, the social contract that we all agreed to, that our ancestors agreed to, and that has been driving this nation forward for the last 200 plus years. We can't keep doing this. 
we continue to be shown evidence that our social contracts that we all believe that we're operating under are not real. Our social contracts that we have in place do not protect every citizen in the United States. Not everybody is safe walking the streets. We don't get our First Amendment freedoms, our freedom to speech that we get promised. We get told that we can peaceably assemble to redress our government for changes that we believe are necessary. But all of a sudden they can get arrested, given six years in jail for protesting, and revoked the right to vote. This is just ridiculous at this point. Look, I I started this podcast thinking it was going to be a podcast about the NBA going on strike and talking about this from a sports and political perspective, but I really think the, the big takeaway, uh, just like from the beginning there, is wake the fuck up. This is the country that we live in. This is the world that we live in right now. This is what's going on. The social contracts that our entire society is built upon are breaking down right in front of our eyes. And if we don't step up and fix this, nobody is going to save us. And it is going to be absolute catastrophe if we do nothing. So it's not just on athletes to step up and bring this to the center of attention. It's not just on politicians to say the right things. It's on our local representatives to put the laws in place that will actually solve the problems that we're talking about. It's on us to cause mass movements and unrest at such a scale that our federal government can no longer ignore the problems that they need to solve. We need to be very clear, concise, and have specific demands ready to go so that there is no escaping what is right in front of their face, so that there are no platitudes, there are no pieces of symbolism that they can fall back on to try and make you think that they care about the issue. We want real action. We want real change. We need fundamental change to the laws that govern this country and this society. And if we don't get them, I fear this society may crumble. We're already watching it happen right in front of our eyes. We have protesters in Wisconsin using their First Amendment right, getting killed by a militia member with the help of the police department to steer those protesters into that militia, at which point they were going to leave. We'll just leave. How, how long until we start to call this a civil war? We've got militias, unregulated militias, killing peaceful protesters in the street. Wake up. Wake up. We need you right now. We need everybody right now. 
We need everybody to step up and say that things are fucked up. Things are royally fucked up. And we have to fix them. We have to admit that we have problems before we can fix those problems. So let's admit the problems. And once we do that, let's get together and figure out ways to solve those problems. I'm so sick and tired of seeing people blaming one group or another for what these problems are, blaming whoever they want to, ancestors, whatever it may be. It doesn't matter about who's taking responsibility for why things are the way they are right now. They are this way. But what we can do is every single one of us that live in this country right now, that are under this social contract right now, to step up and take responsibility for what we can do to change that moving forward for ourselves, for our children, and generations to come. That's the responsibility that we can take. So while none of us can take responsibility for what was done 200 years ago, we can take responsibility for what we're doing right now. We can take responsibility for what we do every single day of our lives. And we can take responsibility for the systems and society that we are complicit in that is not working for everybody. If we believe in equality, if we believe in some semblance of equal treatment for every man, woman, and other on this earth, in this country, then we need some serious change because it's not equal right now. People are not getting treated the same. People are getting killed in the streets by police officers who are not getting held accountable. This is unacceptable. Unacceptable. Don't just take it from me. Take it from everybody. Take it from yourself. If you're tired of seeing people get killed in the streets, do something about it. Say something about it. Step up because now is the fucking time. That's, uh, that's all I, I feel like I have to say there. I'm going to leave some extra clips for you guys, um, that, that I just thought were great points, uh, that were made from things I've seen over the last 24 hours. Um, I recommend you go check out the, uh, the original creators of these clips that you're going to see to see full context. Um, let's do something guys. Come on. These are guys who in a moment, Logan, that's unprecedented. Yeah. Had to do something to meet that moment. And I am happy that they did. Everyone, you talk about you want America. You want a country. You want the American ideal uh, to be held up, respected, and engaged and enacted. This is as American as it gets. Citizens demanding better of their government and willing to sacrifice it all in order to get that. Love the bucks. As far as what can rectify this, well, look, the Kenosha Kenosha Police Department isn't really naming the cop, the the cops that were involved in that. First of all, we would like to know their names. I think being able to identify the police officers that were involved specifically in the shooting of of Jacob Blake would be a, a good first step. And then for us to have complete and total transparency into what's going to go into those police officers being indicted. Meaning, we need to know what they need to see. We've seen the video and we've seen in action. We need to know what it is that they need to see in order to bring charges, to fire, or to dismiss those people. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, in, in 
All of those things seem like reasonable demands, but it seems as if these players are asking for answers from the brass there in Wisconsin that they're not getting. Consider this as well. Like, you guys, and everyone should know this in a real way. When this happens, it's hard to go function. Like, it's hard to be out there. It's hard to, to like, go back to work and to, to be all... When, you, when your community is being victimized, it's not easy. It takes a toll on you mentally. It takes a, and then those NBA guys, they're going to go play all those games. And then, you know, they're going to be asked about this. And they're going to have to negotiate that every time they speak. Yeah. I could make an argument that, especially for the Milwaukee Bucks, it's better that they don't have to play until these things are figured out. Therefore, they don't have to wear all of the animus that might be coming mm-hmm. towards the, the the community there to like it, there in Wisconsin. So look, I think the league did the right thing. Of course it's as strong. The players said no. The league supported them. Uh, ideally that's the way you would want it to work. I think that, you know, last night the Clippers at the end of the Clippers game was a big example of that with Paul George. And I know I was uh, kind of irresponsible when talking about that, but the mental health aspect version of this, right? You're in the middle of all this stuff that's going on with black men and women, that's all in your head in a predominantly black league. On top of that, you're going, you're in a bubble when you're away from your family and you're in the middle of the pandemic, right? There's all these things that are going. And it's also got to be tough playing on a big court that says Black Lives Matter, wearing a Black Lives Matter t-shirt, wearing a, a, a slogan on the back of your jersey, all of this. And then when you turn on your TV after the game, drained, it's happened again. Yeah. Am I going through the motions or am I having an effect? Because there's a part of this that can be, that can be, it can sort of be looked at, at if you're a player as, am I doing something that's making all of this more palatable to, to, to Americans, right? Am I out there playing, give them, giving them escapism, giving them all of this stuff when society hasn't earned it? Right. You know what I mean? And you don't want to feel complicit in that. And I'm not saying that any of those guys do. I'm just saying I'm sure part of them feel like, no, why would I give you something to watch on a, on a Wednesday night when this man just took eight in the back? Yeah. Let's fix this. And then you can watch some basketball. And I'm not mad at that. Yeah. I just don't know. Because the feelings that they have now is the feelings that they had before the bubble, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. as history suggests... Cops ain't just gonna stop killing black people in the streets. That's like, you know what I mean? That's just not, they're just not gonna up and stop doing that anytime soon. I just don't see what more we can do right now. And that's that's why I'm kind of, I guess, pessimistic about a season happening, right? Because nothing's really changed since George Floyd died or got killed, right? There's nothing that has changed. <laughs> what, do, what do you think? No, you know, you know who the last words I have for it? It's we, we love the NBA. Yes. We love the NBA. We love watching the NBA. It's been great to see some of the, the storylines that have come out of the bubble. Bubble basketball has been great. It's been fantastic. We, we, it's felt like for a moment that we were back to some semblance of normalcy. You guys, it's not normal out there. It's not. Still, over a thousand Americans dying a day from, from, from this virus. Still, Things like what we're seeing happen uh, to J- to Jacob Blake are happening. Another one happened down in Lafayette, Louisiana. There's another one. Like we still don't have societal contracts that ensure the safety 
of some members of society. We don't have any of that. It doesn't exist. And, you know, we talk about this on Higher Learning. I keep trying to tell people, everything that you love about America is based upon social contracts that people believe to be true. They think that they're safe. They think that some certain people are providing public safety. What happens when those things are proven to be fallacies? How long do you take it? There doesn't have to be an MBA. There doesn't have to be brunch. There doesn't have to be all of these things that you love. There doesn't have to be any Little League. All of them are based upon the fact that we are living in a, in a civilization that is searching for some sort of equality or equitable treatment for all people. And if that is proven to be wrong, everything else stops too. Wake the fuck up. It, it Like seriously, tip of the iceberg, tip of it. So if you, if you thought that everything that was happening out in the streets from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, to, to Kenosha, Wisconsin, to New York, to Sanford, Florida, to Oakland, uh, if you think all of those things didn't affect you, guess what? You don't get in the NBA tonight because they do. They affect all of us. So if you want things to move in the way that they did, if you want things to move in a better way, get active. And then you get your basketball. That's all I'd say. I think the moral of the uh, pod is wake the fuck up. <laughs>